0: Welcome to the official podcast of the Love Times Two Project. Change the culture and the politics will follow. Here is your host, Mike Victor. Hey, welcome back to the podcast and welcome to a brand new year. We're going to have so much to talk about this year. Some of it's going to be good and. Well, some of it's going to be not so good. It's just sort of breathtaking to see how things are developing right now on so many fronts. So many challenges just over half a year into the post-row world. And really, I think you could say the illusions of anyone uh, that might have thought the overturning of Roe versus Wade in June of 2022 would end abortion. Well, those illusions are completely shattered by now. So what's going on? I think it's true that the reversal of Roe has done more to expose the fractured nature of our culture than anything else I can recall in recent times. How? By tearing off the blinders and thinking that we only have abortion in the United States because the Supreme Court forced it onto us. It was their problem. And let's be honest. That's exactly what the Supreme Court did in 1973. But it's really short-sighted to pretend that it's all a supply issue or a political issue. Yeah, it's both of those for sure. But there's also a demand issue. There's a demand for abortion, or if you want to put it in capitalist terms, there's a market for abortion, which means there's big money involved, and there are big ideologies involved as well. And why is there a market? Because it's a heart and a mind issue, which means it's a cultural issue which, of course, means it's upstream from the politics of the issue. So you're thinking right now, hey, that sounds really complicated. I just kind of um, messed you up there, and you're trying to get your head around all of this. Well, it can be complicated, but that's why we all need to think things through. And in this discussion, we need to really look at things from a biblical worldview in order to understand where all this is going and why it all matters. Now, one of the things that I'd really like to challenge you to do in the new year is to think more deeply about abortion in the context of what does it reveal about where our culture is at right now? What is it saying about where our hearts and minds are at? How are we to react to these realities? I'm sure your experience is a lot like mine, meaning that abortion seems like it's always framed in the terms of you know an election cycle. We're going to hear a lot about that with presidential elections coming up in 2024 in debates and legislation, referendums and so forth. It's just kind of always thrown out there in, in that type of context. On a more practical, Practical level, and this is particularly for everyone working to provide women with positive alternatives to abortion, all those heroes in the Pregnancy Resource Center world, I salute you right now. Uh, Abortion is rightly framed in the context of how do we best serve the needs of pregnant mothers and help them choose life? How do we offer a holistic approach? How do we do more than just say, don't have an abortion, but actually fill the larger needs of pregnant mothers and babies? And that's a very different and a much-needed perspective on the issue but far fewer people step back and absorb the view from another filter a biblical filter and then ask these two questions number 1 what does this say about the heart condition of our world and number 2 how can we impact that or Maybe it's better stated as how can we move that in a positive direction? That's really what the Love Times 2 project is all about, asking those two questions and seeking positive solutions. When we look at the first question, what does it say about the heart condition of our world? Well, the answer is pretty grim, just to be honest, And, and there's something big that just happened that I want to talk about in this episode that underscores this in what really should be a shocking way. Now, it's absolutely no secret that many who advocated for unrestricted abortion have viewed abortion pills as somewhat of a magic bullet for a variety of reasons, including the privacy of just taking a pill, the convenience of mail order. We're going to talk about that. Something's happened along those lines that we need to be aware of. Uh, the contrast to procedures like late term. Surgical abortions that turn off the majority of respondents. In every poll that I've ever seen, every single poll, uh, folks are just turned off by late term abortions. Uh, the abortion pill does not present that same type of, of graphic image in people's minds. So, taking a pill, an abortion pill, is different, or at least it's marketed that way, and it's purposefully marketed that way. And so, making abortion drugs more widely available is at the forefront of the abortion debate right now as we head into 2023. In a Big time way. Just a couple of weeks ago, the FDA announced a sweeping change designed to make it more convenient to end the life of an unborn child than at any other time in all of human history. Stop. I want to make sure that sinks in. With the full sanction of the United States government, it will now be more convenient to end the life of an unborn child than at any other time in all of human history. Here's what just happened. The FDA has changed the rules in how a prominent abortion drug can be obtained. Now, up until now, the drug could be only dispensed at certain facilities under medical su- supervision a polite way in most cases of saying an abortion business. Now, any in-person requirement, meaning a physician has to be present to get the drug, is eliminated, opening the way for retail pharmacies to make this abortion drug available at the pharmacy or to have it sent in the mail. The FDA has just opened the door for every pharmacy retailer in the nation, unless restricted by state laws, to sell drugs intended for the purpose of killing a human being. Now, this is just about as depraved as the culture can be. This is where we are right now in the United States. One person is in line at your local pharmacy to get the latest COVID jab. Another is there to pick up acne medication. Maybe somebody else is there to get their heartburn meds. And then there's somebody else in line to pick up the drugs necessary to kill a human life. What's wrong with this picture? I mean, I think we should all expect a pharmacy to be a place to find healing, not a place to buy drugs that kill. Now, this is a generational dream come true for abortion supporters. I'm not making that up. Here's a quote from Planned Parenthood CEO Alexis McGill Johnson quote, being able to access your prescribed medication abortion through the mail or to pick it up in person from a pharmacy, like any other prescription, is a game changer for people trying to access basic health care, end quote. Wow. I mean, that's an absolute case statement in Orwellianism. And here we are, America, 2023, killing a human life is called basic health care. Killing a human life is as easy as walking to your mailbox or pulling into the pharmacy drive through window. And we're not even touching on how dangerous this will be for pregnant mothers. Let's just go there. Safety for pregnant mothers is not a component of this process. It's all about bringing abortion to every nook and cranny, to saturate our culture with its presence, to mainstream it, and still it's not enough. Because I'll just tell you right now, the next phase of all of this, this is not going to satisfy. The next phase will be taking it from behind the counter and putting it on the main aisle at every retailer in the United States. Let's just start asking, who's going to protect the rights of pharmacists, pharmacy employees? Maybe you work at a pharmacy, you're running the cash register, and you're checking folks out. How are you going to feel about this? What about postal workers, home delivery workers? Maybe you're working for somebody like a UPS or a FedEx or something like that, or hundreds of other types of workers who are involved in the process and are conscientiously object to abortion. Do you fit one of those roles? Who's going to protect your conscience rights? Back to the postal workers. On the same day that the new FDA rule dropped – the U.S. Department of Justice issued its opinion that cleared the way for the U.S. Postal Service to deliver abortion drugs in the mail, even into states that prohibit it by law. You're a postal worker. You're charged with delivering an abortion drug but you're pro-life. Who is protecting your right to resist? But again, let's jump back to the demand equation in all of this. It took less than a few hours for big retailers like CVS and Walgreens to announce that they would begin ramping up operations to make abortion drugs available at their stores in states that will allow it. Cha-ching, big money. And the only way that happens is if Culture is willing to accept it. Maybe you should say consumers are willing to accept it. Look, this is a topic for another episode, but I'd really like to have this discussion. Is it just me, or does it seem to be well past time for consumers of faith to make their presence felt by choosing where to shop and where not to shop? That sounds like good stewardship to me. If your favorite pharmacy starts selling the abortion drug in your hometown, are you okay with that? I mean, are you going to still shop there? Are you going to do something as basic as tell the store manager you're not okay with it? Maybe post something on social media, maybe contact corporate headquarters, or do we just take it? How many millions of children are going to die from this FDA ruling? How many thousands of women will be injured? And the question we have to ask is, does it matter? Or is shopping at the place we're comfortable with, does that matter more? Hey, this is one of those spaces where it's not about what everyone else might do, but what will... You do, what will I do? Maybe there's the big insidious cultural hook in all of this. Slowly and steadily, we're all being drawn into complicity as community members, as employees, as taxpayers, as consumers. Wow. I mean, the United States has just made it more convenient to end the life of an unborn child than at any other time in all of human history. Over 63 million known abortions. That number will skyrocket now, and we're going to have no way of knowing how high it's going to go. But God knows, and it breaks his heart because every one of these babies and every pregnant mother is intimately known by him as their creator. And think about this, at the same time, this new FDA ruling makes it even more convenient for everyone sitting on the fence on the abortion issue to take a pass, because it's out of sight, out of mind. Hey, I know this is a heavier episode than usual, but the respect for life created in the image of God is being stepped on, and we just need to recognize it. And if it continues to go unchecked, we can know with absolute certainty that when we no longer value human life at one stage of development, we will no longer honor and respect human life at any stage. The problem isn't the Supreme Court. The problem is the hearts and the minds of a culture rejecting God. But even now, He is in control, and this is where we find hope. We are to be lights. Hey, there's a verse in the Bible. It's Isaiah chapter 1, verse 5, and it reads, Why will you still be struck down? Why will you continue to rebel? The whole head is sick and the whole heart faint. That's a definition of what's happening right now. When we walk away from God, that's a definition of where we are at the start of 2023. Hey, that's it for this episode of the podcast. I hope these last few minutes have really stirred you to thinking a little deeper and praying a little harder about how you can be a light in a world that's growing increasingly dark. There is no path to Christ-centered culture change if we're not willing to speak truth in love and to share Jesus to a world that has always needed Him. That's our calling. If you want to know what life in Christ is all about— Visit us online at lovetimes2.org. That's love, the letter X, the number two, dot And take a look at the section called Find Grace on the homepage. Doesn't matter who you are. Doesn't matter what you've done. He's there for you. If you like the podcast, be sure to subscribe on whatever platform you prefer. And then give us a review. That's very helpful. And we love to have your financial support. Hey, never forget, change the culture and the politics will follow. Thanks for listening to the official podcast of the Love Times Two Project. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode. And never forget, change the culture and the politics will follow.